You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Pretty Curious. I'm Jonathan Van Ness, and every other week, I sit down with a stunning expert to talk all things beauty. Could be skincare, hair care, self-care, body care. It could be like surgical beauty. There's really nothing off limits that we won't talk about on Pretty Curious as long as it's in like the beauty space. This week, though, we're talking to a friend, someone who I respect, look up to. I love her brand. We're talking to Jen Harper, who is the founder of Cheekbone Beauty. Cheekbone Beauty is the first indigenous-owned and founded cosmetics company. We're talking all about how Jen approaches beauty and how she took Cheekbone from a middle-of-the-night dream to being featured on the Met Gala red carpet and carried in Sephora, Canada. But first, it's time for a Get Ready With Me segment. My makeup recommendation for this week is going to be Jones Road... Um, face pencil. This is called, uh, it's the face pencil because you can kind of use it everywhere, but I'm going to give you a little tutorial. It works great as a little concealer anywhere where you might need it. It's great. It blends seamlessly. Um, Jones Road was founded by Bobby Brown. And if you don't know Bobby Brown, then you probably weren't doing any makeup in the nineties. She's like one of the OG makeup queens. Um, and this is her kind of return to the industry uh, with Jones Road. I really like the whole line. It's incredible. I've been, I used it a lot on Queer Eye this last season in New Orleans. I love the results. The face pencil, get into it if you haven't already. Okay. Our skincare recommendation of the week. You guys, I am vibing with Skin Fix. I discovered this company a few months ago. This is the foaming oil cleanser. It's I think it's from their Barrier Plus line. I have really sensitive skin. I have psoriasis. Switching cleansers is always like a thing for me, but I, I've been using this, incorporating it. I love it. It's gentle on my skin. It feels really nice. I gotta say, I really like it. So that's my skincare rec for this week. Get into Skin Fix if you haven't tried. Then, hair care pick of the week, Chlorine. It's not a JVN hair product, you guys. My blow dry is like on day four through touring in like three airports. This dry shampoo has been giving me my life. So until I can make a dry shampoo of my own, this chlorine will do me really good. They have a pump bottle and they also have an aerosol bottle. Um, I really like this stuff. I do think that with any dry shampoo, it's important not to rely on it for like too long. I think once you get past like a week, it's like you got to wash your hair. But I do really like this chlorine one. It smells nice. It's really gentle. And it really gives my hair this like gorgeous body without being tacky. So I really like that. And for our body care rec, I'm going to an oldie and a goodie. I got to interview Michelle Pfeiffer on Getting Curious. I think it was last year. Uh, 
Her fragrance line, Henry Rose, is so good. I love it. The word fragrance can contain like all of these different um, ingredients under it, under like the Trade Secret Act. So a lot of fragrance companies never really disclose what all of their ingredients are. And Henry Rose does. That's kind of their point of difference. This is called um, Sheep's Clothing, the one that I'm wearing today. But I love the one called Char. Um, I love the... um, Flora Carnivora is that I love Flora Carnivora. I love Char. I love Jake's house. Um, This is Sheep's Clothing. It smells incredible. And I also really like her company and her transparency. Uh, That was a scintillating Get Ready With Me segment. I absolutely love them. You guys, I have to tell you that our next Pretty Curious episode is going to be major. I will give you some hints. It's a major celebrity hairstylist. It's someone who I love. I'm kind of obsessed with them. I'm really excited to get to sit down and interview them. That will be our first Pretty Curious episode of the year because this is our last Pretty Curious of the year, which, how did that happen? I hope you're loving Pretty Curious so far, by the way. Share it with your friends. Um... But if you have any questions around hair care or how to get your best hair of 2024, please slide into our DMs on Curious with JVN and let us know what you want us to ask on getting your best hair ever for 2024. And any questions you have around hair care. So let us know and maybe you will be included in our questions for uh, our next Pretty Curious guest. Um, Ah, oh my God. I love our interaction, you guys. We love our Pretty Curious community. So yeah, let's get into it. We're going to toss over to our guest this week. Um, Let's get over to Jen Harper, founder of Cheekbone Beauty. Queen, how are you? What's happening in your world? What's happening in your day? How are you vibing? You know, it's it's been quite a year, but today feels awesome because I feel like this is such a pleasure to sit here and chat with you right now. And I have my giant jug of water. Oh my God, she's staying hydrated. I'm jealous of your jug. I have this like measly glass. Sidebar, you guys. This Jen, I'm going to pose this question to you, but I'm also going to pose this question to all of our listeners. And if you wouldn't mind slipping into our DMs with any sort of different answers, I'm I'm going to come out of the closet about something that I've been dealing with for the last 10 days, Jen. Can you hold space with me in this difficult time? Absolutely. 10 days ago, it was like this like Sunday, a couple Sundays ago, I was minding my own business. I went to this donut shop at eight in the morning to get donuts and I got a coffee. And the nice person working there was like, do you want a drink holder? And I was like, no, I don't need a fucking drink holder. I didn't say fucking. I was actually like really sweet. I'm only just saying <laughs> fucking because like of like the post-trauma. Right. It's just from the trauma of what happened afterwards. Totally. So I put the hot coffee like between my forearm and my body And then I take the donuts with my other hand and I didn't take a half a step from that counter before I heard this like pop, which was like the lid coming off. And next thing I knew, I could see stars. I was like short of breath. Like I was like, oh my God, what is that feeling? And then I was like, oh, that's like scorching hot 700 degree liquid hot magma like spilling on my forearm. So I I got the coffee off of like out of my arm. But then I was like, how come I'm going to pee my pants and pass out still? Like how come I have this crazy like singeing pain still? Like I was so confused. Then I realized that the coffee was so hot that it was still so hot on the fabric of my (sighs) sweater that the sweater had burnt to my skin. So I went to a dermatologist the next day. He gave me this like seaweed wound patched up and he gave me this burn stuff. I'm doing the Manuka honey. Anyone know any cool tricks for like burn scar healing and Jen you're first up 
So aloe, number one, right from the plant, just keep putting it on there. Like get a little plant, put it on your desk and like rip off the leaf and then open up that jelly stuff and just keep rubbing that on it. And anything that's super moisturizing, like the more moisturizing, the better. But obviously that's free from like, you don't want any like crazy ingredients, right? It's got to be all natural. No alcohol. Whatever you're using, yeah, all natural, just super moisturizing and nourishing, but for sure the aloe. Like I would even cut the aloe plant open and like just wrap it with that bandage material around your arm and let it sit there sometimes for like a little bit. I'm getting aloe right fucking now. <laughs> like run like, to the Whole Foods. <laughs> it's like a bad bird. Like it hurts. Okay, but you guys, enough about fucking me. I've had it, okay? I've had it with me. Okay, so in your role, like how do you approach beauty? How do you approach makeup? Because if you don't know, Cheekbone Beauty is a gorgeous makeup line. Um, it's a gorgeous beauty company. So like you're a busy queen. So how do you how do you approach makeup? How do you approach skincare? Like what's your day-to-day look? I'm all, like, I am definitely a a beauty junkie in the sense that I've always been this way since I was a little girl, like, loved everything I could possibly get my hands on. But what's really interesting of of when I started Cheekbone, uh, I really was looking for a way to, like, simplify things. And I think it's because the beauty space is filled with all of, like, the the more stuff and and the better. And so if you know a little bit about our backstory, it probably helps that I, I... was never in the beauty industry. I was actually selling seafood fish in particular. At the time, I uh, had this actual pop-out-of-bed, middle-of-the-night dream about starting this brand. Um, And fast forward, we went on this path of like, how can we make things that are better for people but and the planet? And really, that's where we like honed in on like my ancestors and my Indigenous roots about thinking about like Native people, Indigenous people are known for being so connected to the land and doing all this deep dive into my own family and and looking at indigenous cultures around the world. Like, why is that? And I think it really relates to culturally and spiritually how our communities operate, that this connection with all things living is like, it's innately part of us. And, And then that became the entire focus of the brand, but also at the same time being, um, from, a a native community and, and having family that are, um, on reservations, understanding our systems and how broken it was. And it was this whole early days ideas of like, can we make change by like, just by starting a brand where really the products aren't technically the focus, but we want to make an impact, not, not only within our communities, but also within what we do environmentally speaking. And so I really sometimes really honestly, Jonathan, most days feel like, what am I doing in this space? Because I didn't know anything. Like I was selling fish and then started this beauty brand. But I think sometimes when you come into something super naive and and not being in the industry, I really had a different lens. And I always say I was looking at it through this indigenous lens. How can people like get into the beauty space and not even necessarily in an entrepreneurial way? Like just how can people express themselves with makeup? Yeah, I think there's so many fun opportunities there. Like the products, you could literally have just as much fun as you possibly want or as little. Like it's really up to every individual what they want to wear and and how much they want to wear. I think from like my personal perspective, I love the idea of that the products that we put on ourselves are not going to harm us or the planet, but also... um, 
it like less is more. And I really, as I, maybe it's getting an older thing, but I really want to see like my skin. And I love when we're working with models or our clients and customers, just to, to see people's actual skin. Like, I don't want to look at their face and be like, oh, I know they have foundation on. Like, I want to see them. And that was our whole mission was to create products where we are feeling like we're seeing people for who they are, but then also with these really beautiful, bold pops of colors. So like we look at it always like um, for so long, I don't know if you notice this, like, but if you were like in a, I'm going to air quote clean or sort of those brands, everything was like a sea of like millennial pink or like everything was white or beige or mint green. And I'm like, no, nature is just absolutely loaded with bold colors. And so that's as a, like as a brand, what we wanted to do. And then also when I love a good makeup look, I'm like, oh, a pop of like great color on the lip. And that nature is just loaded with these beautiful hues and pigments. We can put those on the eye and on the lip. And that's sort of the intentionality of behind the the brand that we were building and seeing your skin and then having fun with these bold pops of color and just any human being can do that. And that's what's so incredible about color cosmetics. What are the things that Cheekbone Beauty makes that like uh, are giving like simplifying, multitask, like, but giving like high impact, like what are your faves? Yeah. So our whole collection is literally designed to be somewhat multi-purpose. And especially our, we have three categories, lips, eyes, and face. And so our face collection, hands down the Unify Multi-Pencil, absolutely gorgeous product, but it can, it exists. We brought it into the world to eliminate the whole idea of full face foundation. Um, You can use it as a concealer. You can use it as a contour. You can use it as a highlighter. Like it's meant to be so multi-purpose. And then we have these incredible blush bronzers that are like a blush and a bronzer at the same time, but that bronzer can then be an eyeshadow and so can the blush and everything's meant to be sort of... Do you guys do like cream bases and powder bases? Are you more just like one or the other, like we are. So we have creams and powders when it comes to face. With eyes, right now, we only have creams. Uh, we didn't feel like I feel like it's the definitely the year of an eye pencil and an eyeshadow. And so we launched ours. I think it was in 2021. But I really felt and knew that sort of eyeshadow pencil would become a hero product over the next few years. And it really has because it's so simple. And I don't know about you. I can see a million eyeshadow palettes. And I'm like, do I, is anyone ever going to use? But maybe just because I'm not an eyeshadow girly, you may be. But I'm never going to use all of those like 1800 shades in that one palette. Let's just like make a like if with a couple of our pencils, you have a couple options and you don't have this giant thing going to waste. I love that. I love this story. Uh, Quana Rose Chasing Horse, who is a model and actress, wore a full face of cheekbone to the 2023 Met Gala. That is just like gorgeous. I was just like, it, the chills, it's done. And what an exciting moment for you and for your and for your journey. But how does the story happen? Like, yay, Quana Rose Chasing Horse. We love her. Yeah, she's a real badass. Uh, and her mom, too. Like, I absolutely love her mom. By the way, Jody is just epic. And you can see, like, it's so amazing as a mother. Now I recognize them like, oh, when you meet these amazing youth and you're like, 
oh, parenting is so important because it's how it's done and how people do it. And she's just an incredible mom. But Katie Denno, who is like a clean celebrity makeup artist, was the makeup artist that did Quana's look for the Met. And it was so awesome. We had this all worked out and, you know, got, uh, anyway, the behind the scenes story is pretty crazy because the package never arrived at the hotel in New York on the Sunday night before that Monday Met Gala Monday. I literally at 11 p.m. booked a plane from Toronto to New York City and hand delivered the makeup because it didn't show up in time. So crazy that it almost didn't happen. But I was like, I don't care what I have to do, but welcome to being like, it's so such an entrepreneurial story, right? When you're like all the things you have to do behind the scenes in order, it's not this glamorous life that I think everyone thinks it is sometimes. I was like exhausted, but made it happen. Katie was so gracious and so amazing. And and her and I got to spend that morning together before she went up and met up with Kwana. But it's just, you know, what I love about um, my native community is the support. And I feel like as a brand that really started in this space, even though our products we say are made for every human being, it's really interesting how like your sort of niche and your community, they really are a part of uplifting you. And, you know, I probably don't spend enough time um, sharing with people like how incredible my community has been. And then all these other sort of sub communities that we make along the way, like being in the beauty industry. There's a lot of amazing people here that the reason Cheekbone is where it is in many cases is because of all the people that helped us. I'm I'm not super genius or super bright in many cases. I think people just sensed my passion and that the purpose behind this brand is so based, I think, on the history of my culture and my personal journey, one into sobriety, losing my brother to suicide, like all of these things made up the passion I have for this brand to exist in the world and that our why is just so big. And I'm so grateful for all of these people that have joined our community to like help along the way because we wouldn't be here without any of them. And the Met story is just another one of those. That is beautiful. And well, and also, I'm so sorry about losing your brother. That's devastating. Thank you. Um, so how does uh, bringing more Indigenous representation in your story, like how do you approach that and infusing that into Cheekbone and into the beauty industry more? This has been quite a challenge because we have such an identity issue going on in so many of our communities. And what I mean by that um, is quite honestly, there's a lot of people false identifying as Indigenous people or as Native people, as Native Americans or tribal coming from registered tribal nations. And so really early on, I remember going to my family um, and my family all still lives on our reservation in Northern Ontario, Northwestern Ontario, and going to them and saying like, look, this is what I'm doing. Let me know. Like culturally, I never want to appropriate anything. Like, and I want to do this in the most authentic, authentic, heartfelt way. And the whole purpose is, I think we can create incredible products that are like based on how our people have done things for generations. But I also think I can bring awareness and and light on some of the major social issues that impact our communities. And that I also, and ultimately the most important thing to me personally as the founder, but also as a Native woman, was this idea of representation. And I, you know, I have some incredibly powerful experiences that help me feel, like I'd been saying that from the beginning, but really what this has meant and, and played out. Um, last year, we got to do this event with 
Sephora Canada or a retailer that we work with. I don't know if you put that in there. I know, of course, we love Sephora. Yeah, so we got to do this incredible event. And I remember showing up at the one mall in the morning and they had paid for this massive billboard inside the Eaton Center in downtown Toronto. And it was like Cheekbone Beauty now available at Sephora. And I'm sitting in the bottom of the mall, like sobbing because I was by myself that morning. And I, because I didn't know they were doing that one. And I remember as a little girl going into that mall and not feeling one, like you've never see yourself represented when you were kind of a brown person or coming from any sort of subculture in those days. Like our representation is a whole new conversation that we're grateful and that is existing in, in 2023. And so, and having bad experiences there, like because we were a native, I, I remember my dad being accused of stealing if we were in that mall when I was little and just all kinds of terrible things that, you know, unconscious bias makes us humans think things that necessarily aren't always true. But that night we're at this event and this little girl who is Ojibwe like me comes in with her brother and her mom and we were doing blush on all kinds of people. Um, and this little family comes in, of course, I recognize because I, I can see myself in them when, you know, when you both, you, you know, you know, your people when you see them. And, uh, she was so sweet and so spunky and she was only 12 and she was telling me about her TikTok account and how it almost got shut down. She had to shut it down because she was getting too famous and her brother's like, no, it's not. They were just the sweetest thing. But the catch is I was driving home that night and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is it. This is why this matters so much because that little girl and that little boy, unlike me at 12, have now met someone who looks like them, who comes from a community like them, that has built a business that's available in a store like Sephora. Like those things didn't happen years ago. And so I think that idea of representation is just on this unconscious level. We have no idea how powerful it is to be seen and feel seen. Ah, um, that's gorge. Okay, we're going into our final segment, which is recommendations and faves. Okay, so this is Rapid Fire Queen. What's your go-to budget beauty recommendation? It's giving Trader Joe's, it's giving gas station, it's giving like this like low-key thing that, like beauty thing that you like? Low budget is like Vaseline. I know, I know I'm not supposed to love it. What elbows, lips, what you be doing with it? Lips, 100% and elbows and like the bottom of your feet and putting socks on and just like soaking it in them. But it's like so dirt cheap, right? But I love it. Yes. Um, I know that I said um, rapid fire around, but I had this like ballet teacher in my early 20s who I will never forget. She had this like family size thing of Vaseline and she would like always use it. And she had it like out in her like back studio because she taught behind her house and she would like put it on her lips. And I remember she'd be like, the expiration date on this was 1987. And I, when I bought this, I bought it to lubricate my nipples for my son because he was just sucking the hell out of my tits and they were so sore and chapped and, and like, bloody. Thank you. And, and she's like, but I've been using this jar for the last 30 years and it doesn't go bad. Like, Does it's fine. she have fine. a cigarette hanging it. out of her mouth at the same yes, time? Yes, and she was hilarious. I, I hope she's still with us. I don't I don't know if she is or not, but Aww. she was such a such a character. But she was, I think she was in, I think she was in her 80s in like 2012, so I'm not sure. Uh, but she totally could be. Um, I, I need to Google her. Okay, anyway, a splurge recommendation. You want to, you want to just you want to just really get a little splurgy on yourself. It could be hair, makeup, skincare, fashion, 
clothing, anything? What's your splurge? What are you splurging on right now? So I just every on my soberversary, like the anniversary date, I buy. I used to buy myself a bag. This year, I'm like, I'm. I don't need any. Like, I feel like I got too much stuff. I don't need it. So you know what I bought that I wanted for a really long time was the Aesop candle, and it is. Like it was a splurge because for a candle it was $140, but I was like, I'm obsessed with it and it doesn't wear down like an inexpensive candle. Like I feel like this candle is going to last forever, but it smells epic. I love it. What's something that you never leave the house without? Water. Oh, she's up because the glow on that fucking skin, like that is giving hydration. It's giving hydration. It's giving healthy. I feel like your dentist like loves you because like your gums are just like must not be swollen. Like no, because you're just like so moisturized, like drinking so much water. Like good for I you. I have to be. It's the age thing. I think it's, and my one friend who's a little bit older than me, she's like, no, the older you get, you need more water. I was like, when am I going to stop drinking so much water? She's like, never. It's just going to get worse. Never. Anyway. Oh my God. Um, okay. Slaying seconds in storage. Um, What's a new product that you're obsessed with right now? Uh, I just started using, believe it or not, because we might be doing a collab, the Outset, you know, Scarlett Johansson's skincare brand. Yeah. So I am a bit of a, like, I jump from skincare just because you, like, want to, there's so many to try. And they're so fun to try. Let's face it. Like, the serums, the oils, all of it, right? Um, But I'm really, like, loving this brand, the serum and the cleanser and the daily, like, moisturizer. Mm, Beautiful. What's a product that deserves a comeback? You remember like the lip smackers with all the flavors? And I don't know if they're still available everywhere, but I used, I just love the flavored lip smackers. What is something that like you just, it's over? Like, is there like a makeup trend that you're just over or any trend that you're over? Yeah, the palettes and like the eyeshadow levels of like color is just too much. If if someone needs to get into cheekbone, which everyone does, wait, like, wh- like where should they start? Like, what's your hero product that you love so much? If you want to fall in love with a brand forever, and I think be here with us on this journey, it's those Unify multi pencils. Like, we're trying to transform, believe it or not, how people approach like the foundation and the base section of doing cosmetics, and then our modifying moon dust because it sets everything perfectly. Like you always need a great setting powder. Ours is, you know, obviously talc free. It's just, I think it's like 99% like naturally derived ingredients in it, but it's a setting powder that will set everything. So all of, there's just, I mean, there's, there's so many. Uh, I think for us, the most important part is like, if you are obsessed with just wanting to see a change in the world, doing something not only to better yourself, but like also like think about our next generations and the planet uh, and and like all about like love and kindness and, and joy, like then we're the brand that people should be around and hang out with um, because I think we need th- th- this more than ever in these spaces. Okay, what is like the centerfold, like iconic beauty moment that is just like stopping you in your tracks? Just Kwana. You guys, if you have not seen her look from Met Gala, go back and look at it right now. And then is there like an iconic look from growing up or like a, a like a cultural moment or something growing up that like is like still your beauty muse that you are inspired to by this day or inspired by to this day? Mm, it's like the the supers, like Cindy Crawford, Christy Turlington, Naomi. That was yes. my jam, the 90s. Yes. I mean, Queen Jen Harper, founder of Cheekbone Beauty, 
get into it if you haven't already. Thank you so much for coming on Pretty Curious. I've loved meeting you. I cannot wait to continue following your journey. You're fucking incredible. And thank you for coming on Pretty Curious. Thank you so much. You just made me feel so special. You've been listening to Pretty Curious with me, Jonathan Van Ness. You can learn more about this week's guest in the episode description of whatever you're listening to the show on and follow us on Instagram at CuriousWithJVN. Pretty Curious drops every other Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to tune in next Monday for an episode of Curious Now and every Wednesday for Getting Curious. Come on, Curious Universe. Still can't get enough? Subscribe to Extra Curious on Apple Podcasts for commercial-free listening and our subscription-only show, Ask JVN where we're talking sex, relationships, and so much more. Our engineer is Nathaniel McClure. Our theme music is also composed by Nathaniel McClure. Pretty Curious is produced by me, Chris McClure, Julia Melfi, and Allison Weiss, with production support from Julie Carrillo, Ann Curry, and Chad Hall. 